the voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Davo. Well, after the toughest loss of the season last night for the Royals as they got walked off in Detroit, they respond with arguably their biggest win as Jeremy Guthrie tosses seven and a third innings of giant baseball for the Royals. And they even up this series with a game apiece and the season series at three apiece with the Detroit Tigers. It's Davo, and I'm glad you're along at another edition of your dish on Clubhouse Conversation where we will break down tomorrow's rubber game in depth coming up here in a bit and ESPN Sunday Night Tilt. We will also uh, get down this game offensively, talk about what the Royals did against Anibal Sanchez and all that good stuff. But let's start with our player of the game and get right to Jeremy Guthrie and the Royals pitching today. Jay Guts, in my opinion, the second biggest outing of the year for a Royals starter as far as the opponent, the magnitude of the game, you could argue it's the most important outing of the season. I think Danny Duffy's outing against Detroit was huge for him after struggling with innings going into that point. Of course, that got even worse in his last start. But Jeremy Guthrie, I think the second biggest outing of the year for the Royals today and probably the second best outing of the year as well. Given the Royals seven and a third, I mean, look at the fact that the Royals had gotten a, a three-inning start in the last few days, a one-inning start in the last few days. You know, this bullpen is just completely overworked right now, overused. You don't have Kelvin Herrera, so you've only got a six-man bullpen. You've got a guy out there in Luke Hochaver who, to this point this season, including Omaha and his time here in KC, hasn't been used in back-to-back games. And so you got Chris Young now in your rotation. I mean, you had to get some innings because Young pitches tomorrow, and he'll be in a pitch count. Again, tomorrow, a strict pitch count, most likely 75 to 80 pitches tomorrow. So Jeremy Guthrie gets the Royals within five outs of a complete game. Two runs on eight hits in his seven and a third innings, walked only one, and struck out three. The velocity was there. That's a good sign because we've seen a decrease in velocity for Jeremy uh, dating back really to the end of last year but into this year. The velocity was sitting 92 and 93 in most of the game, hit 94 several times. I'd be willing to guess 12 to 15 times he hit 94 today. did not count. I haven't gone back to look at that yet, but hit 94 several times. That was good to see. The velocity was back where it's been. The pitches were tailing and running. He just looked crisp, and and I thought he looked a lot better in his last start, too, but the stuff-wise today was definitely the best we've seen from Guthrie, probably since that game in Chicago where the Royals clinched a playoff berth late last September. So Guthrie also, I mean, give credit to Drew Butera, Butera, Drew Butera, it's only the third time I've said that name. i got to start getting that name down. Drew Butera. Give credit to him behind the dish. Him and Guthrie looked in sync all day long and completely saved the bullpen today. And talking about Luke Hochaver, who came in, did a nice job. Guthrie left with the runner on first, of course. Hochaver on three pitches, got the force out at second, and got the Royals out of that eighth inning. Just threw three pitches to get two outs. And we said that Luke hasn't thrown back-to-back days yet. You would think now he's set up where if he needs to tomorrow, he could throw. Again, three pitches, so tomorrow would be the day where you could try throwing in back-to-back days for the first time if you need to. Hopefully, the Royals won't necessarily need that tomorrow. We'll get in that a bit later. But Greg Holland comes in and finishes off the job, 11 pitches, scoreless ninth, allowed just one hit. And like I said, the whole bullpen, it's still not fresh, but the whole bullpen should be available tomorrow, literally the whole bullpen, outside of Herrera, who's who's suspended. Calvin has three more games till we get him back, thankfully. Gosh, that's a huge loss. 
as we saw last night, not having him. But like I said, Hoach should be available. Holland didn't pitch yesterday, so he can go back-to-back days. And, of course, everybody else should be good to go. Pino and Morales and Davis. And that'll be important with Chris Young going tomorrow, uh, you know, on a pitch count. So while Guthrie does get 55 to 60% of the credit for the win today, I mean, what he did not only helped the Royals win this game, but it's not only about winning the game, it's about winning the, you know, winning the war, isn't it? The Royals won the battle today, but this helps them win the war, and that's winning a series with Detroit. That's keeping the bullpen fresh going into Texas. You know, and that's what the Royals needed. So Guthrie did that today. So don't look at this as just one game, obviously. And if you're listening to this, you're obviously a diehard baseball fan, so you get that. But the offense gets a lot of credit too for Guthrie's outing. Let's let's not let's not lose that fact. Guthrie can no doubt pitch more relaxed as compared to last Sunday when the Royals couldn't hit Anibal Sanchez early. Guthrie gets two runs before he even throws a pitch, then two more runs in the second inning. So he's got a four-run lead by the time he's facing Victor Martinez in the bottom of the second inning. The Royals scored in each of the first four innings. In route to their six runs today. And huge days for a number of guys. Every single person in that lineup did something today. Seven of the nine had hits. Everyone but Alex Gordon and Drew Butera. But, I mean, Gordo got on base three times, a couple of walks. Got hit once. Butera, a nice sack bunt. Also got an RBI and a ground out. So every single person threw something in the hat and did something today for the Royals. Alcides Escobar, first pitch of the game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a home run to left field? A pretty pretty much a no-doubt home run, too, for Eski. Finished with two hits, two runs, a couple RBIs. Lorenzo came with two to five, and two out of five, I should say, and smoked two other balls right at Uenas Cespedes in left field. So Kane easily could have had a four-hit day. Hosmer, a couple RBIs, including a huge double, goes two for five. Kendrys, a run and a hit. Infante, a single, a double, and a triple, three for five. Cologne, two for five. Dyson, a run and a walk and a hit, including a big leadoff double that turned into a run. So, I mean, the Royals just did the job against their longtime nemesis, Anibal Sanchez. Royals got him for six runs, five of them earned, on nine hits in just six innings. Only struck out twice and, and walked three times. So the Royals, with the, with the Gordon hit by pitch, 13 different base runners gone on. 14, I guess, with the error out there in right field that could have easily been called a hit. So now the Royals move back into first place by a half game. Like I said, the season series is tied at three games apiece. And they go for the series win tomorrow night, national TV on ESPN. So what do we think about this matchup? Well, I think it favors the Royals. It's not a slam dunk because in the end, Chris Young, like I said, is still limited to probably 75 to 80 pitches tomorrow night. And Shane Green, his opposition, was good until the last few starts. Let's start with Chris Young. He's 2-0 and with a 106. Shut down Detroit in his lone start of the year at the K last Friday night after Edinson Volquez uh, suspension required the Royals to throw Young out there one time as a spot starter. Five innings for Young Nine strikeouts, three walks, and no hits. Completely shut down Detroit. I like him in this matchup. A, because there's so many right-handed batters. B, because they're prone to hit fly balls. Guys try to drive the ball. Some of them have longer swings in this team. Somebody like J.D. Martinez is not even thinking about the right side of the field, it seems like, although we had a couple balls over there today, so maybe that's not a fair statement after today. But, I mean, you've got a lot of longer string swings out there. You've got a guy who knows how to exploit a hole to hit her swing, and Chris Young, kind of a fly ball pitcher. Big yard there. 
Coming off some momentum. Great Royals defense. I just like him tomorrow night. I do. Hopefully, the Royals can get six innings out of him tomorrow. But five or six, two or three run ball would be fantastic tomorrow. The Royals should be able to score. They're facing Shane Green, a right-hander they've seen once. Shane Green, who is 26 years of age, pitched with the Yankees last year. That was the only time the Royals saw him. They missed Shane Green uh, through the time in KC. His numbers on the year, 5-5-6 ERA, 3-2. But he's kind of a bipolar pitcher because Shane Green started off the year with a 0.39 ERA. But then the last three outings, 11 innings, 20 runs, 23 hits. A whip way north of two, his last three starts. And again, I understand sample size, but a guy, momentum-wise, who's not been getting the job done for the Tigers the last few outings, it's almost in a way... Well, I mean, Green's not a spot starter, but doesn't it feel like Green is almost a spot starter when you consider you faced David Price and Anibal Sanchez twice in the last week and you had Corey Kluber? Doesn't this feel like a, a spot starter when you see a guy's numbers with five, you know, and a guy who's not near the level of the, of the two previous guys you faced? You just kind of feel like the Royals can score some runs tomorrow night. The one out they saw him, if you're wondering, was last year at Yankee Stadium, September 7th, and Green went five innings against the Royals, allowing two runs, but both were unearned. Five hits in the five innings, four Ks, and no walks last year. So I like the Royals tomorrow. And I said coming into this series, tomorrow was the most likely game. And that was when we had Jason Vargas going tomorrow. I thought Vargas, I I liked that matchup on Sunday. And I still like it on Sunday. I thought Sunday was the most winnable game of the series. I thought Friday night was the second most winnable, of course, Ventura. With Price, and Ventura threw well last night, and I thought today was the biggest long shot because the Royals have never hit Sanchez, and Guthrie had been struggling. I expected Guthrie to pitch much better today. I don't know that I would have predicted seven and a third, two runs. I think that probably exceeded my expectations, as it did most of Royals Nation, but it's not something that shocked me. It didn't even surprise me. Guthrie's a guy we've been talking about. What did I tell you before this start? He needed at least three more starts before you think about moving him to the bullpen. And this is why, because he is the most experienced well, not most experienced. Well, yeah, most experienced. That's true too. But as far I mean, as far as innings, the most what's the word I'm looking for? Not experienced. Uh, uh, what the hell's the word? The guy that gives the most innings year after year. <laughs> I, I'm an English minor, and I can't think of the word I'm looking for. He's the guy that continues to give you the most innings. Nobody else can match his inning resume. Let's put it that way. Jeremy Guthrie, the best chance of anybody in this Royals rotation to go 200 innings this year is Jeremy Guthrie. Still, Volquez maybe possible, I suppose depending on if he misses a start with the blister, and it sounds like he won't. Duffy and Ventura, maybe. I doubt it. Vargas, not now, missing starts. So, I mean, Guthrie may be the only guy that gets 200 innings. There's a chance, and a decent chance, that nobody on this Royals rotation gets 200 innings, and that's not good. If you think about it right now, who would you say has the best chance? Probably Volquez? I mean, possibly Ventura? Outside chance on Duffy, but I mean... That's not good. So the fact that Jeremy Guthrie gave them those innings today, and hopefully the fact that he can go six, seven innings, two out of three starts, will mean good things for the Royals going forward. Nice outing by Jeremy Guthrie, just what the doctor ordered. His next start will be in Texas where the ball jumps out of that ballpark. Of course, Guthrie at times can be snake-bitten by the home run, so that will be interesting to see Jeremy Guthrie down in Texas on his next start. Well, that's it for today. We will talk to you again tomorrow. We said coming in the Royals had to get one game in the series. They've done that, even despite the tough deflating loss last night where you felt like not having her Herrera and Moose probably cost you that game last night. 
That's too bad. But, you know, Moose, we, we wish him and his family the best. We're sending him strength. We're keeping him in our thoughts in Royals Nation. And Herrera, only three games away from being back. The good thing is this Royals roster should be getting pretty healthy soon. Once you get Moose back, you've already got Hoach and Holland back. Herrera's coming back from the DL. You're about two weeks away from getting Rios. And then Vargas, hopefully, two or three weeks. Medlin, a month and a half, month. So the Royals are nearing the fact where they, the point where they will get a full roster soon, which is good. So keep winning games. Try to win this series. I mean, a win of this series would be awesome. Like I said, you expect one in this series. You hope to win two. You've got the one, and it kind of cancels out last night. Because to me, this was the one game you probably weren't going to win. And one other note. I mean, how many times in the first three or four innings did we hear Eric Caro saying, oh, the Royals aren't really making great contact against Sanchez. They're, I'm not going to call them lucky because they don't strike out, but they're not really hitting the ball that well. Well, they had about three or four balls that were smoked right at people that were caught, including one that was called an error. They hit a home run. They hit a gapper. I mean, they had four or five extremely smoked balls. And did you watch the game last night? The Tigers, what, broke bat three or four bats last night? Seeing eye singles all over the place. The Royals made a couple errors, three to be exact, last night. So, I mean, it evens out. It washed out last night. It really did. The Royals hit the ball better than they were given credit for on TV today. And they also pitched better than it looked like last night. Let's put it that way. So things were evened up there. As baseball does, it evens out. It did today. We're now even in the series. Last night's game is washed out by this one. And we'll see what happens in the game tomorrow night. We'll have it for you again here on Clubhouse Conversation. Have a good rest of your Saturday, and we'll talk to you late Sunday.